Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Murphy's League. Today's episode is just going to be a really quick one. I'm just going to recap the Rams-Bills game because I really didn't see that coming. I really thought the Rams matched up well, so I'm going to break down the game for you guys. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, be sure to follow this podcast, share with your friends. Let's get right into it. So, where do we even start with a game like this? Obviously, you guys saw my power rankings on Instagram. I had the Rams above the Bills by one spot because I thought the Rams were going to win this game. I thought it was a really good matchup for the Rams. Good God, I was fucking wrong. The Rams looked really rusty. The Bills looked like they were in mid-season form. So, let's break it down. I think the first thought everybody had was holy shit, the Bills are a juggernaut. Everyone thought that, you know, this is the team, this is the team that's going to win it all before the season. Um, And I was on that bandwagon included. I bitched out and said they were going to lose this game. Shouldn't have done that. Um, This is all true. So let's just start there. First off, Brian Dayball being gone is clearly not going to matter. This offense was creative. Josh Allen starts his MVP campaign on a really really good note uh he had a couple really signature plays already that he's going to add that highlight reel that they show at the end of the year um one of which you know being the stiff arm this guy is just must see tv he had the stiff arm on nick scott who by the way nick scott had a really good game uh it sucks to see someone like that get postered when you know he actually did have a really good game um he had the goal line dunk on bobby wagner which was just one of the plays of the night he had the bomb to Diggs on ramsey which you know was obviously a highlight play two superstars going at it it's just that's why you got to watch this guy he is again he's must-see tv on top of his point point accuracy that was on display all night i'm not kidding i think he only made one bad pass all night that was one of the passes that ended up getting picked off the first one was not his fault at all it was right off the chest of the receiver the linebacker made a really good play And then there comes the decision-making. I mean, it's getting effortless for him. And it's like, that is so scary to think about. Like, the the commentating group did a really good job. Chris Collinsworth said it was like watching Brady out there. And it was. Because, like, even when the offensive line kind of, you know, lost against Aaron Donald, which, you know, you're going to do. It's Aaron fucking Donald. He was getting the ball out fast enough that it just didn't matter. It was so impressive to watch. He was so calm, composed. He's just an all-around quarterback on top of being just this freak athlete with a bazooka of an arm. I'm so excited to see what he does this season. It was just so impressive, especially in the second half, obviously. The Rams' D-line had a pretty quiet game, and yeah, the Bills' O-line played really well, especially in the run game. I was surprised how many holes they opened up in a couple instances. But, I mean, again, more importantly, Allen was just making them look good because when he's not getting the ball out at the very perfect time, which he was doing most of the time, and taking all that stuff underneath, like the, the smart decisions, he can scramble out of the pocket, and we all know what he can do from there. So it was just... So impressive. I mean, they didn't punt all game so that (laughs) you didn't have to bring up the Matt Ariza situation, which is awful. Um, I'm sure you guys all know about that that situation. It's just terrible if you don't look it up. I don't know how you don't know about that already. I'm not going to get into it. But they didn't punt all game. They were 9 of 10 on third down, and then the one third down they didn't get, they went for it on fourth and got it. So just so impressive from that point of view. And defensively, I mean, very impressive as well. Cooper Cup. Got his own, but I mean he's gonna he's gonna do that. He's 
arguably the best receiver in the league. He looks like exactly how he left off from last year. Just freaking amazing player, that guy. But the young defensive backs really held up. I was surprised by that. Dane Jackson had an interception in this game. Uh, I think he was a fifth-round rookie last year, so really impressive to see that. Kiri Elam, you didn't hear too much from him, but that's kind of a good thing when you don't hear too much from a corner. Um, the other rookie that I can't remember his name right now um, – Got the start over him. I'm looking at their death chart <laughs> as we speak. It wasn't Dane Jackson. It was... Shit. Where's this guy? Sorry, guys. Give me a second. It doesn't matter. Anyways, there was another rookie, a six-rounder, that got a few... Oh, Christian Benford. He, I think he got just as many snaps as Kair, maybe a little more. So good to see your really young players doing stuff like that. You always want to see that from young players. Just And then, of course, the star safeties did what they do. Jordan Poyer also had an interception in this game, which we'll talk about in a second. I thought that was a terrible decision by Stafford, but we'll get to that later. I mean, the real highlight of the Bills' defense, though, was that defensive line. They had an amazing game. It starts with Vaughn Miller, obviously coming from the Rams to the Bills. It's a huge revenge game for him. He looked fucking amazing. Like, I couldn't believe how young and fast and fluid he looked. His bendiness was still there. Like, it looked like prime Vaughn Miller. It was so impressive. But, I mean, beyond that, as a unit, that defensive line just played amazing. They went eight deep on the depth chart. They got seven sacks. Super impressive stuff. I mean, seriously, like, they had many guys make plays. Jordan Phillips appeared multiple times in this game as, you know, just that big body presence, and he was really disruptive. Greg Rousseau had a sack. Boogie Basham had an interception, second-round rookie, or sorry, second-round second-year player. So just love to see all that kind of stuff. And they have got depth. I mean, they have Ed Oliver, AJ Epinesa, who I had really high hopes on coming out of college. Like, we still have a lot to see from this unit. I'm really excited to see what they can do on that side of the ball. So let's talk about the Rams really quick because we, we got through the Bills. The Bills were incredible. Their weapons showed up. I mean, Stephon Diggs made flashes. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's getting clowned so hard on social media all last night and today. Um, I don't know if it's entirely worth it, but he definitely got burned a couple times for sure. And then, I mean, Isaiah McKenzie had... Uh, he was the one that pick the first time was totally his fault and he came back and had a touchdown Gabe Davis had the first touchdown of the game picking off exactly where he left off from so just tons of contributions everywhere Jameson Crowder even had a couple really key catches and I still have a lot of hope in him being a valuable weapon to this offense so the Bills man Bills if you haven't bought your uh, your bet for them to win the Super Bowl do it now because the odds are they're only going to get worse. <laughs> so let's talk about the Rams. Um, one positive, I guess we can start there, is their defense. They caused some turnovers, especially in the first half. They kept it close for their offense. You know, it was 10-10 going into the half. So you got to give some credit to the defense. Even if, you know, Josh Allen didn't do much wrong in particular, there was just the Rams defense did their thing. Again, Nick Scott had a really good game. Their D-line didn't play absolutely terrible. Just Josh Allen kind of made up for it. And so... They kept him in the game, but I mean, outside of that, their offense just looked really rusty. Outside of Cup and Stafford, it looked like there was not a lot of chemistry between Cup and any, I mean, sorry, between Stafford and any of his other receivers. He just really wasn't targeting many other guys. Um, it was like two sides of a coin in this game. It really was. The Bills looked like they were in total midseason form. The Rams looked just how they looked early in the year last year. Just super rusty, super offbeat. The only thing that seemed to be working out was Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford. And sometimes that, you know, 
that connection between a quarterback and a wide receiver that's that incredible can win you some games. But when you're, when you're going against a team this talented with this much depth, with, you know, this great of a coaching staff with just this much talent, period, you can't just be a one-trick pony. You have to do more than that. And I feel like they really just... They looked really simple. It was weird. I really wasn't expecting this at all from Sean McVay. I really thought that they were going to, you know, get guys like Cam Akers and Allen Robinson involved. And I mean, Cam Akers only had three touches all game. Allen Robinson had one catch. I think he had two targets. So, and one of them, I think his second target was the one. It was the one. It was like the last pass of the game that it was just like a Hail Mary ball when they were down 21 with two minutes to go. So, I just really wasn't expecting that from Sean McVay. You know, he's been he was five and zero in season openers before this game, so I really thought that he was going to keep that trend going and just have something creative that you know the Bills secondary wouldn't be able to handle with all these young guys. I thought that Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson were both really going to shine in this game, so I was just really surprised to see that. I think they're going to you know eventually get it together, but it just. It was really awkward and it looked really clunky and their their offense was just it felt so basic they were felt like they were running on every first down it felt like they were over utilizing cooper cup like i said and just some bad decisions matthew stafford had a really bad throw that dane jackson was there to make a play on he had a really bad throw later in the game which i was talking about earlier jordan poyer picked it off it was a no look pass when you're down I think there was I think they were already down maybe 14. I believe it was 24-10. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, with 10 minutes to go. And then Jordan Poyer got that pick off the no-look pass from Matthew Stafford. It just felt really forced and just way too cute. I know they practiced that a lot. He pulled it off in the Super Bowl. It was a really iconic moment, but it felt like a very unnecessary risk in that moment. When he did it in the Super Bowl, I don't think they were losing that game. It just I don't know. It it felt forced. It felt too cute. Um, Cooper Cup maybe could have come down with it, but it was an overthrow at the end of the day. He didn't put it on the chest plate. And maybe if you just gave him a glance, he could have. So it was a really awkward play. And again, their offense just seemed very out of sync tonight or last night. Let's talk about the Rams offensive line for a second. It was a really tough day for them. They did no favors for their run game or for Matthew Stafford in a lot of instances. And now, was this because, you know, the Bills D-line was just so dominant and they're so deep and Von Miller was playing like 2015 again? Maybe, you know, that, that could definitely be the case. But I really think it was just a little bit of both. Their offensive line has some concerns about it. I mean, we do need to see them play better 100% if they want to be a contender again in the NFC. But, I mean, they lost Andrew Whitworth. That's a really big deal. I don't think people were talking about it enough, including myself, honestly. That's a left tackle. You know, it's a very valuable position. They lost Austin Corbett to, to Carolina. Um, and Rob Havenstein, who was, you know, one of the better right tackles in the league last year, had a really rough game. So, can they improve from here? Absolutely. I think that, you know, they can still be one of the best teams in the NFL, especially the NFC with how weak it is this year. But, I mean... I don't want to take anything away from the Bills when I'm saying this, but I mean, they played an incredible game. They're an incredible team, but the Rams definitely did not play their best game last night. They need to knock some of that rust off. They need to, I, we need to see them play better. And I think they can play better. So I think the Rams best games are still ahead of them, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I can really see them pulling together, you know, um, they just need to get some of their other weapons involved. They need to get their offensive line working better. That defense honestly, to me, look perfectly fine. You can only do so much when your offense is turning over the ball all the time. And that defense is very star-studded still. Jalen Ramsey's going to bounce back. I still think he's a good cornerback in this league. Of course, like there's tons of memes and he does deserve some of it. He got burned a couple times. There was really no excuse on that Diggs touchdown in particular, 
But I don't know. That, those are my thoughts about the game. Let me know what you guys thought about this game. Um, really, really didn't go the way I thought it would. But that's why we love football. That's why we're so excited it's back. I cannot wait for Sunday and to react to all those games. So if you guys enjoy Flash episodes like this where I just do you know, quick like 10 to 12 minute type thing and just talk about you know the games that went on just let me know i'll keep doing these and yeah peace out guys hope you enjoyed it uh be sure to follow my instagram at murphy's league and i appreciate you Later.